everyone, and welcome to the awesome, exciting, always eventful episode of the Why I Love Disney podcast. I'm here with David and JD once again. What's up, fellas? Hey, Dustin. What up? Are things going well for you? Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, life is so good. It's crazy, but it's good. Trying to keep up on my passion, which is Disney, so I'm happy to have a good hour today with you guys and chat about what's going on. David, how many fingers am I holding up? You are holding up six. Uh-oh. We need to go back to the doctor. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, if you'd missed the last episode, I talked to him a little bit about that I had eye surgery. Uh, that's, it messed up our uh, expo trip to Anaheim. But yeah, funny thing is that, I, did I tell you the story about going to the doctor and they asked me how many fingers I held up? How many fingers? No. And they held up while my daughter was with, she went to the appointment with me to drive me. And so they go, how many fingers are held up? And I went four. And I can tell that you're, cause this was like two days after the surgery and they, yeah. and I, they had my good eye covered up and they go, how, how, how many fingers did I went for? And I can tell that you're wearing blue scrubs and they had up two fingers and she was wearing gray, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I was so far off, but I was confidently off. I was like four. And I can tell you're wearing blue scrubs. Like, yes. And I was like, then I, and then I went, I, then I went, you're not wearing blue scrubs, are you? She went, no. <laughs> and then, then when we got out, Gloria goes, uh, they're all, she was also holding up two fingers. <laughs> she, she blew it. You completely blew it. So we've laughed about that nonstop. You know, just every now and then somebody will laugh and we'll go, what are you laughing at? And I like going four and I can tell you're wearing blue scrubs because it That's was, hilarious. I was That's just great. so confident in my wrong. <laughs> yep. It happens sometimes, but hey, yeah, like, sometimes yeah. you're you're completely wrong and you're completely confident that you're right. But, but uh, you're here with no yeah. eye patch and and yes. that's awesome. It's, so good for it's you. It's still man. healing, but uh but yeah, I had a I had a, a hole in my retina and so we couldn't go to the uh expo, D23 expo, but I was really sad cuz I couldn't fly and couldn't put it off and so uh yeah. Well, let's talk about um, this. Let's finish up. We, we talked about D23 in the last episode, but further fallout or ideas or things that happen from from that. Um, have you guys heard or seen anything else or has your perspective changed on the on the on the conference at all? Well, uh, J.D., you want me to go first? Yeah, no, I mean, I'll, I'll kind of go into it. My perspective's not really changed a ton. Um, you know, just still looking at previews and things like that. I mean, again, we, we just talked about a week ago. Um, so still kind of processing and seeing the people who are at the event, um, their reviews. And, of course, I'll let, you know, Dad talk about that because he's seen a lot more. Um, but it seems like if you were at the event, it was a whole lot more fun than what we were seeing on the live stream. Right. Well, I, again, I was just, you know, the first la last week when we talked about it, uh, I was a little, uh, I wasn't just underwhelmed by the information. I was just underwhelmed by the live experience, the, the live stream experience. Like I, I wish that it had been more somehow more personal. And, uh, I had felt some of the, the feels that the people are feeling in the, at the, at the expo itself, but also, uh, you know, I think it, I was affected a lot by the information of other, other reporters and vloggers, not just, not just Disney fans, but 
just regular media that didn't, you know, that were kind of reporting negative, like, well, there wasn't really anything announced. And there weren't really any big, especially for Walt Disney World, there just weren't a lot of uh, great announcements. Now, I did, um, one thing that they did announce that we didn't talk about was the, the um, oh, and I brought it, let me grab this, was the, uh, the Hatbot Ghost. Oh, yeah. Coming to the Haunted Mansion. This is my, if you're watching on uh, the video, this is my original al- record album that I got when the first time I went to Walt Disney World. This was the story. When I, I was very young, this was the story of the Haunted Mansion. And this guy here, the Hatbox Ghost, was was all through this through the, the story, but he never appeared at, uh, for many, many years at uh at the parks and so they finally got him back in at disneyland he was it was a, a, a an animated character an animatronic character that was in the in the haunted mansion at disneyland but the effect didn't work well so they took it out but he was already in like so much of the merchandising like this mm-hmm. this uh the story record and so uh people were convinced they had seen him there but they finally got they finally got it back in the attraction at disneyland and it's coming so there were things like that that I mean, that was about the biggest thing we got at, at Disney World was the Hatbox Coast was coming, which is you know, a pretty significant fun thing, but it's not a whole attraction. But right. so I was a little, I was sad because I, there were, I, I was hoping they would come out swinging with some concrete. We're going to, we're going to put something in new in Tomorrowland, but you know, in the, in, in mainly in spaces that things are empty. We've got empty buildings that, it just seems like something could go in there. So I, I was a little disappointed. But when I went back and I listened to several other people that reported on it, then I started going, man, I, I think I missed some things that uh, along the way because uh, there were just several people that shot great videos of things that were happening on the floor. I mean, some of the things that the archives did that I would have really loved to seen. The They had Walt's plane. And so even when I looked at that, I was like, oh, great. They refurbished the outside of his plane and it's going to go to a museum but i mean you just that's something you walk by but it was actually a lot more because they had they had his chair they had his controls like walt could sit by his chair and he had these little uh air um aviation con- uh, monitors where he could see the altitude of the plane and the speed of the plane and they're like did they're like mickey mouse controls and he can see the height he, he could see from there uh the phone that he could communicate to the to the gap front and then just things that were in the in the plane like uh props and things that were part of the plane and i was like man that is some really neat stuff to see so then a lot of a lot of memorabilia from even marvel the costumes they had uh mary poppins memorabilia that was from the movie things you could see and there was just a lot more there that uh I missed, and so but listening listening to several other uh, reporters and uh, that had an incredible time, and that weren't just focused on what we didn't get, it kind of changed me. So it kind of changed my perspective to don't judge something like an event, like an because my, my my tendency would be like, I'm glad maybe I'm, maybe I'm glad we didn't get to go. We saved a lot of money not going out there and going to something that might not have been what I thought it was. But after I watched several of these things, I was missing it again. I was like, man, that was that was a fun experience. I would have liked to have seen at least once. I would, I yeah. would like to see uh, a fan base like that 
what what it, what it must be like just once. But right. Anyway, so that's all I wanted to say was that yeah. there were there were lots of amazing things. If you go watch the videos, uh, Tim Tracker's videos, he's a well known vlogger. He's got like nine thousand subscribers, nine hundred thousand subscribers. I mean, nearly a million. I mean, he did the, 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 his videos were excellent uh, and they're very positive. But I was like, man, this was this is some of the best. And he and, and he posted so much later than everybody else. So that a lot of the things that came out immediately were negative. And so some of the things that have come out this week just been a lot more positive. And so I, I was I was I was glad to see that because I, I was glad to see that there were people that had a great time and walked away feeling like th- there were some huge news, you know. So, I, so, right. so, so much, so much is about perspective. Yeah, I think too. Like, uh, if you, if you're like me, I have, you know, very casual interest in in going to a, something like that. Right. At the same time, I can recognize how cool it would be. You know, nobody goes to Comic Con for the announcements, right? They hope there's some, but that's a bonus. They go for the experience and to dress up and to to meet characters and cast and see things they've never seen before, right? And it's kind of right. like it's a, it's a conference, like it's for fans. And I can right. imagine the live experience would have been amazing. And like well, you said, it would be really cool to go to, right? Yeah, one of the one of the I was listening to some guys talk about it this week, and they were talking about when Charlie Cox came out on stage is there they were in the room and so you know and that the way they and their memories of the the actor that played kingpin was already out on the stage and he didn't leave and so then uh they start asking him more questions and they bring charlie cox out and the you know they were they were talking about how the place went crazy and so there were a lot of i mean there were lots of stars harrison ford man you ought to go watch mm-hmm. the clip of harrison ford yeah. talking about playing indiana jones for the last time it was some pretty amazing touching stuff and none of that really uh none of that translated during the live we didn't get to see that stuff on the live broadcast they just didn't show any of that and i wish that i wish that they would put it on disney plus and charge charge me 20 bucks to watch the whole thing and don't don't limit it uh let us see let us see all the good stuff because i think that was that was a that was a miss uh was that we didn't get to be a part of the of the of the announcements yeah man yeah that's really cool one side thing that you just kind of reminded me of was it was really cool to see charlie cox his interview talking about daredevil where after they wrapped the couple of seasons they did with it he thought he would be done like he didn't think it was gonna you know they were gonna do any more seasons he didn't think he was gonna be in the the marvel universe anymore but after there was so much hype around it the fans like kept his career going basically by saying we need to see more of this so then kevin feige and the rest of the marvel crew was like all right how can we get him in this how can we do that it reminded me of um i'm trying to think of his name the actor who does vision i think it's paul something you guys know his name yeah Yeah. paul bettany there was so much great content about how he he thought his career was completely over he didn't think he was going to get the role of Vision and then got the role of Vision. People loved him. And then, you know, then they did the whole WandaVision series. And it has just brought his career back into the light, which has been really cool to see how Marvel's had that effect on on actors' lives. Um, so that reminded me of it, of just watching interviews. Um, it was a lot of fun to see that. Yeah. I think that... Um, yeah. I, 
when I was listening to you, David, there at the end, like the the announcement side of things, if you're watching, there could be a component you don't want to make the live stream too good because then you don't have an incentive to pack up and buy a ticket yeah. and fly out there and, and be there, right? Um, mm-hmm. So there is some you want to you know, keep. I, I don't know if that, that's part of the thought or not. But for someone like me, if you're just looking for news and events, I, I still kind of have this, this impression that given what Universal is doing, given the fact that I feel like even though there's Cosmic Rewind, which how long did that – that's been five years, right? They've been yes. building that for five – Tron, how long is that light cycle? And you got COVID. I get that. But there seems to be a sense that there are not – there's like you said, there's empty buildings places. There is not um, – a, a, a huge amount of, of at least announcements of, of ideas and, and vision for new attractions, given that Universal down the road is is, is ex- rapidly expanding um, right. the options and those things and the big ticket items, right? But right. um, and I I just feel like I feel like Disney's a, a little bit behind. Now remind me, David, two thousand nine when we first started this podcast, I feel like. We were moving into lots of announcements park-wise, right? We the were, Space yes. 220 uh, restaurant, there were lots of restaurants, there were lots of park things that were happening, Tron Light yes. Cycle, you know, that kind of, What were some exactly. of, do you remember some of the ones? Well, some of them were like Tron and Cosmic Rewind and things that we thought would happen a lot faster. And even even Space 220, that we when we started this podcast in the end of 2019, we thought uh, Space 220 might open beginning of, 2020 and then of course everything fell apart but uh so yeah there was a lot of excitement that you go back a couple of those expos where they announced things like galaxy's edge and the the star wars galactic cruiser uh experience hotel and several things like that i mean it was they were such big announcements that that people were so excited and but then you know they had several things like the play pavilion uh the mary poppins ride at epcot uh, the Moana, Moana Journey of Water that they, you know, they have rebuilt all of Epcot to include this attraction. There, were, there was a, a new pavilion that was supposed to go behind Spaceship Earth. Uh, a lot of those things have been have been either either aren't done or have been just completely taken off the books, looks like. So or they're not mentioning them anymore. So it's like maybe, uh, you know, maybe maybe. They're just like we're not going to make another announcement till we know it's real. You know, we're not going to if, if if we blew if we blew sky anything, we're going to make it clear that we're just we're just dreaming because that's kind of what they did. They did oh let's what if we, what if we did Encanto? What if they we definitely did, did that? Well, everybody wants to. Everybody wants. We, we hope you're thinking like that. That's what Imagineering is supposed to be doing: is dreaming and blue skying and, and having things ready to go when the when the uh, opportunity arises. I hope they're doing that. But they've, you know, there a, a lot of Imagineers have, uh, you know, their 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 workforce is a lot smaller than it was even just a few years ago. So I, I hope they're I'm, working on things like that. But go ahead. five years ago. Let's go back. What are things that did not exist that exist now that you can ride in the, the Florida parks? Rise even will include California. Yeah. So you've got Rise of Resistance, yeah. Ra- Remy's Ratatouille, Mickey's, Mickey's, Mickey's Runaway, Runaway Railway. You've got Cosmic Rewind. Tron. You're going to have Tron. It's not open yet, but you're going to have Tron. Um, 
What what you have Avengers when did Campus? Smuggler's the entire Run Avengers come. Campus, right? Avengers Smuggler's Campus. Run, it, it, Smuggler's Run was with the Galaxy's Edge opening, which yeah. at 2019. Yeah. yeah. That was 2019 when it opened? Yes, it opened I think in 2019 when uh when uh we went on our Disneyland trip in 2019 it was open. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't and, open and, in, in Disney World. Pandora was already open. Yeah. Pandora's so, Walt Disney World, so yeah. Yeah, and it that was seems already like open. There there are quite a few new attractions in the last five yeah. years. Oh, yeah. Um things that didn't exist prior. So sometimes it's recency bias, like what have you done for me lately? I feel like COVID um felt like ten years. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that was only two years ago, right? And and plans yeah. got cut shuttered and whatnot. So yeah, there's a little benefit of the doubt we could give them, yeah. I'd say. Yeah, you know, G- it, Galaxy we, Galaxy's Edge opened May thirty first, twenty nineteen. Wow. That's even earlier um, than I realized. But that's less that was three and a half years ago. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's like no time. But, and that was at Disneyland, and it was just uh, it was just Smuggler's Run. There was no Rise of Resistance yet. Mm-hmm. So um, well, yeah, so yeah, it there's I think there's been more. I think that again, I, I'm 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 grateful for anything. I'm like if they bring a Remy's Ratatouille, they bring something like that, for, or Tron from another park. I'm not I'm not I'm not going to complain about that because it's I might get to to Paris one time to go to that park. I might get to Tokyo one time. So if they're great attractions, I don't mind them. I want them to bring them here so I, I can yeah. at least experience them if there's, if there's a way. So no, I, 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 I'm with to you. a lot of people that doesn't feel new if, if it's something that's been somewhere else before, but that's, I don't feel that way. I think, I think there's yeah. just like this, this longing for, especially with the way the park system has been working. I think when you take it all into account, you're reserving your parks. There's less staff. There's, you know, long, still the lines are long. All of those things together, it's like we need some other big ticket items, right? Just for that mm-hmm. purpose. And then like give us, give us a long term plan. Like I, one of the best I heard was that they they blue skied the area back behind um, um, Thunder Mountain back next to Fantasyland, back in there, hmm. that there's room right. they can rebuild and build some things like there. And there's all sorts of ideas about what that could be. Um, one of the one of the most interesting that I, I heard that I thought, I forget even who said this, was like a, a villain's, a vill- mm-hmm. an entire villain's part yeah. that overlooks Fantasyland. Right. So you have the good guys and the bad guys kind of next to that would be That would make so much sense to me. And wouldn't be yeah. like a Moana, or which I love, or Encanto, or Coco, or another like, themed IP that you may or may not be interested in, but would encompass all of this, this kind of thing that would go with not yeah. so scary, you know, that kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. Well, I, and I think that's really an important one to bring up because, uh, the, for the universal, the new Epic, uh, universal park, this opening is going to have that universal monster land. And that looks amazing. Yeah. Like I, mm. it, that is going to be an incredible area of the park that they've never had anything like that. And for those, you know, if they, if that universal monster ride is as good as it looks like when, from the, from the videos I've seen, that is going to be incredible. And so uh, that's going to, they're going to really need something like that. But here's the thing. I also thought that was, I think the, the Coco Encanto was actually very clever for that spot. And the reason I, I like it, 
and I would rather it go there than somewhere like Animal Kingdom, is that uh, the way they designed that whole area, starting with Haunted Mansion, that's like that's like the Hudson River, New York area. Then you hit Philadelphia with the Liberty Square area. Then you hit the you hit the Mark Twain and the uh, Mississippi area. Then you hit the Wild West. Then you hit when you hit Thunder Mountain, you're going out as far west as you can go. So mm-hmm. you really can't. The next is the ocean. So, to, but to go down towards Mexico, that would be the next thing so that he could hit Coco and then you go on down to South America. So actually you're, you're moving thematically from what, from one area to another. I, I thought that was actually, uh, uh, at least for Coco to be back there was a great, mm. uh, fit and it would, and thematically it would go great up against that backdrop, I think. And so same, same thing with Encanto. What I wasn't crazy about was, I really, I really would love to see that area in Animal Kingdom that they're wanting with the Dino Land that everybody talks. We were talking about putting Moana and Zootopia. I just think they really should do South yeah. America, like just some nod to South America, the animals of South America. They they could they could put Encanto attraction there. They could put uh, Emperor's New Groove attraction in there. There are lots of characters and IPs that people love that are South American that they've never. The three three caballeros. There's a lot of things they could put in there, but they could keep it focused on real animals, llamas, and all the all the rainforest and things that are in South America that they just haven't even done. I, but but I, I could see that when they were doing the Moana thing, it's like let's bring in the ocean. But and that 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 could, as long as they keep it animal focused and they use the they use the IP to do what the park is meant to do, then that doesn't have. I think that's part of the vision. Like, I, it doesn't surprise me they bring in if Mulan, if Mulan was the uh, the narrator of the of a Chinese film about about the land of China. That's you're you're mixing it a little bit, but it, but when you just when you just throw a a, a ride in or an attraction in I, IP based, it doesn't help with the theme of the park. Like this is right. supposed to be about animals, not about a princess character. So as no, long as they can figure out. Yeah. But I really think I would love to see that area be like South America. We have Africa. We You're have talking about Asia. animal kingdom, correct? Yeah. an animal kingdom mm-hmm. and, and, yeah. and, and put, yeah. put in Kanto there instead of over in the other part. Cause that would be a great, a great use of, of talking about the animals that are in, in South America using that in Kanto. IP, I just think would be a great idea, and it would it would it would make a lot of things just flow really well. But so hear me uh, out I'm not sure on this. I, I completely agree with it. I love everything you said, and actually, this is my favorite part about these things. I think we're going to talk about Disney Plus in a minute, and we've always been. When you look on CNBC, we talked about this in the in the last episode too. When Chapek's on, it's all everybody's the investors are all focused on streaming and 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 intellectual property and prop yeah. and. And and what are we? What's the next big thing in the movies and, and all that stuff? Uh, I, we're all like park geeks, right? And we want to see and experience these things. But I totally understand. I was listening. I forget, man. I, I wish I could credit these people. I was listening to something where they talked about if you go and you're going to build this new land, you've got to you've got to tell the investors, okay, we're going to spend 150 million dollars to do this. Well, why would we not spend 150 million dollars on 
a new TV series, right? Instead, we could mm-hmm. make more money. Where, where's the profit on that? And when it's all about business and profit, Imagineering gets kind of put to the side because there's just not as much. It's harder to monetize that, right? Yeah, and especially I think when that's people the are going to the parks like crazy. You know, it's well, like, that's the thing. How much whole, money, more money, can you squeeze out of them, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. So it now it becomes a business decision, and and honestly, I feel like if Walt were alive and in that, that's what he never did. It was never the business decision first. It was the experience first, and we'll take care of the money later. That's been Apple Computer forever. Steve Jobs, we're going to make something yeah. great. We're going to change the way people live, and they're going to love it so much the money's going to flow in. Trust me, guys, it's going to work. And, well, and, and that, I feel that, like we're away from that. That we are, and that, and I, I can't figure out how much of that is real. Is real? It is how much of it's just real, and how much of it is perception. How much of it is mis, just not communicating vision well. You know things because those are the things that man it doesn't feel like if you're not doing uh, things that you could you could find ways to uh, not let that discontent. Uh, rise up among your fans but well, anyway it but when they do blue sky stuff and, a little bit yeah there. when they do the blue sky stuff it i think that's why it's almost more frustrating because you're like there's so many things we want and what your blue sky th- dreaming about things that might not even happen for 10 years it took it took it five years to build five years to build one roller coaster so i mean what are we talking here like you know but you know, again, there were things we had the we had the big expansion of a fantasy land in Walt Disney World that was in like the 2014, 2015 era. I mean that uh, you know that took a long time to build, but it did it did bring a lot of space and movement back in that area of the park and and, and helped with a lot of congestion. That's one of the things that I think that there are things like that need to be done that sound like they're huge investments, but they're actually dragging the park down. When you have an area where there's not much to do and there's things that aren't open and there are pavilions that are shuttered and they're being used to store stuff instead of having attractions in them, that, that, that actually hinders the park experience because they're suddenly, again, there's not enough, there's not enough to do that. You've got to have things to fill those spaces up so that people aren't, all riding the same rides at the same time. So that's my only thing is that you got an area like Dino Land that now only has one spinner ride and some things for kids to do. And I mean, you got the dinosaur attraction, but it's kind of off to the side. I mean, there's just a lot of space there that's just, you know, needs to be utilized because there's, you, we need more there to do. There's just not enough attractions at Animal Kingdom, even to keep people there all day. So we need more stuff. So yeah, I would love I, I to totally see. Do. I wish they, I wish they would do South America. I've thought about it so much, and I just keep thinking, man, that would be Encanto and, and Emperor's New Groove, and just a whole area that focuses on some of that would be so fun. And um, mm. but we'll see. I we'll agree see. with you. Probably it's all be, about communication. Probably going to be Zootopia. <laughs> now, you may be That's right, but it's, it's about communication, right? So yeah. we want to believe that they. It's not all about the stock price. Right, mm-hmm. make us believe it's not all about the stock price. When we yeah, and get the just sense, not- and the fans get the sense that okay, we could build this giant new attraction and land and Animal Kingdom or Magic Kingdom, but it might be better just to buy back the stock instead. 
for the stock price. <laughs> when, when we feel like when we start to get go. those vibes, that's where people start to grow like us and other fans and other sites start to grumble a little bit. And I think that's where Chapek. Okay, this is and this is as nothing. Actually, I, he may be amazing, but his communication of that in particular has been lacking thus far. Where with Iger, it was not. With yeah. with other guys, it was not. We need dreamers, right? We need people that can communicate that. Well, I think it, yeah, that's the thing. And, and then on the other side, we've got uh, Josh Tomorrow uh, over Parks and Alt uh, Products and all those things. And he, somebody said, "Man, I want Josh Tomorrow to come over to my house and tell my kids it's fish night because he can he can make he can make something that's nothing yeah. sound like it's he, really a big event." Objectively, and, he was the best part of D23, in my opinion. Like, the is, best presenter. He is, but, but he yeah. is a great presenter, but really they, they used him a lot when they're – that was like a D23 uh, destination in 2021 that I went to. I mean, he's basically like going, look what we've done. He's not telling us anything new that's coming. He's just, look what we did. We've built this, and we've built yeah. this. And uh, he's like a motivational speaker. And so that is, you know, I think Chapek is more of a one-on-one small group but communicator. Can, yeah, Josh. I mean, the yeah. great thing about him is he'll get into it though. Like if he'll if he does a Star Wars thing, he's like, hand me a lightsaber. He's like, let me play with something. Let's you know, let's do it. Like that's have fun. Well, with it, we're convinced you know, that is, guy's a fan. Yeah, yes. like us. Well, mm-hmm. I think he, and or at least he can communicate m- more of a more emotion about it. And I, the, the tough thing about watching Chapek in front of the live group is sometimes you don't feel like he really is, is does he even really know what's happening personally, like as a fan, because it just doesn't come across that way. But I did see I, this, uh, I saw that this week also there were Chapek had a lunch during D23 Expo. He had this lunch invitational lunch to a lot of media people uh, I don't know how many people have got invited. So far, I've seen two different uh, attractions magazine and the Walt Disney World Radio uh, pro- podcast. They were definitely invited because they both reported about it. It was a very you're not allowed to report what you what was talked about, but both have reported what an incredible experience it was getting to sit and hear him talk, and they got to ask him questions. Uh, he fielded questions from the group. Uh, he took them all to Toontown at Disneyland to see the construction. So they were doing. There was a lot going on. We also saw him on CNBC last week. So there's a. It's like it is. They're working really hard to to try to work on his his uh, his perception. His how he is perceived by the fans. I think they're putting him out in places. And I did think he, we talked about this last on the last episode, I did think he did better on the CNBC interviews as, as, a, as a speaker, as a, uh, as a communicator than he did on the live stage at the event. So we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> awesome. Well, we got plenty more to talk about. I still, I, I still think that, new, that off to the back of Fantasyland, if you were to look at the Magic Kingdom, just walk in Main Street, and you see Cinderella's castle right there. And in the very, very back, there's like a dark like area. Oh, Maybe agree. they can make fake clouds and it's always lightning and <laughs> overcast there, right? Get imagineering on how do we get clouds, dark you clouds know, over the entire time. And it's just over there looming in the back of the park. Wouldn't that be amazing? I think for our next podcast, we need to all three do a, a villainous 
concept. You get three attractions, two restaurants, done, and one show. And we need to come back and, and pitch. You know, we're ahead of we're the new Disney World president, and this is what we're doing. All right, done. That's the next episode. That would be okay. a lot of fun. I, I actually, I, I would almost spit out three ideas, but I'm not going to. I'm going to save them. <laughs> All right, there I we go. Want you guys stealing my stuff. There we um, go. No, but wouldn't that be awesome? I mean, seriously, like it'd be perfect. Anyhow, but whatever they do, again, I'm we're fans. Like we're this is why I love Disney, right? Not yeah. why we're annoyed or whatnot. We express some of those things because we're honest and we we love the conversation. But if they do stuff, we all enjoy it. We're gonna enjoy it. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. Right. Just, is it going to be the best? And and there is a yeah. sense that we just want them to enjoy it as much as us. You know, all yes. the corporate people. We want them to be fans like we're fans. And then we'll yeah. all be on the same page on this, right? That's it. Yes, it doesn't even do. have to be free. I, you know, if you go to one of those events and you you get caught up in that fandom and and then the, the, the executives over it all, you feel like they're just toying with you. It's a it's very disheartening, and that's what I watched in that those first few days. There were just so many people going, "Oh no, oh no!" They're they're just they're just jerking the chain a little bit, and so you know. But yes, you're exactly right. That's what we want to see. Got to keep hoping that I really do hope that the the competition with Universal will, will, is going to spur some great things to happen. Me too. So let's move on now to Disney+. Plus. Sure. There's been a lot of new TV. In fact, um, just today, Andor Episode 1, the new Star Wars series starts. I have not seen it yet. We do that. That's family night stuff. So we have soccer every night of the week. So we're a little behind. On, but I am so excited for Andor. In fact, um, the early reviews are, are, are good. And again, we should always yes. say Episode 1. But dude, this is for me, um, and I'm just talking about my excitement – I probably have of the Star Wars stuff yet to have come out, including the Mandalorian and Boba Fett. I'm most excited about this one um, wow. because that Ro- Rogue One to me is probably the most well-made, probably the best Star Wars movie of all. Return of the Jedi is my sentimental favorite, wow. but Rogue One <laughs> is the best How one. And I, I would wrestle anybody over that. Like wow. the, the I've, I've actually heard that. I, I've heard that. I've heard people say that you're not the only one that thinks that. The only thing that sucked Ooh. about Rogue One is the way it ended and knowing right. that, well, it's all it's all over. Yeah. You know, these incredible characters. But now we get to go back and spend time with with Cassia and Andor and dude, this is gonna be um this is gonna be fun. In the trailer, you see a lot of the a lot of the other characters from that era, and I'm just super pumped about this one. The reviews uh-huh. I saw were good, and I, I believe that they released three episodes. Mm-hmm. I think right. they put out three so yeah. you could jump right in. So is, I always I like that. When they, done that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I haven't seen if they were 30 minute episodes or if they were 50 minute episodes, but I, you uh-huh. know, that might, they might be shorter and that's why they, otherwise I, I kind of like to wait till there's at least one or two to watch. Cause it's when you just get that taste and it's like, Oh man, I, I'm, I don't want to wait a week. I want, I want yeah. a little bit more at least. And it, it can also in the, in the, in Obi-Wan Kenobi's, um, you know, world, it could actually hurt, I think, not to release two because you only get one and you're all of a sudden, if it doesn't check some boxes and you leaves too many questions, it let you can be get negative quick. That may be why they mm-hmm. want to give you two or that, three, you know, that well, that you probably are right because the, we are seeing that 
they're they're learning when people complain that there there are ways to get around it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's what I was going to kind of lead to is it's good to see already that like Rotten Tomatoes it's already certified fresh and stuff like that because I've seen. You know, I'll have people just say they won't watch things if the first reviews aren't good. Like She-Hulk, for instance, McKay won't watch She-Hulk with me, even though I keep asking her to, because she just says, like, nobody's talking about it. Nobody said it. It's good. So why would I, you know, spend the limited time on watching TV on something that might be good or might just not be worth the time? Your time is valuable and there's so much to watch. Too much to watch. Mm-hmm. But you just said it, She-Hulk. You guys caught up? Yes, I've I seen. Am. I've seen like four episodes. I'm not sure okay. how many there are, but well, I think the uh, seventh one comes out today. Is that correct? Okay, th- am I right about either that? Either today or tomorrow. It yeah, might be today. Actually, honestly, today's Thursday. I don't know if it releases. Is it released Fridays? It's midweek. I, I so. thought, but either way, <laughs> I, I've seen everything I could up to last yeah. night. And let me yeah. tell you. I, I'll let you guys go first. What do y'all think? No, you go first. Well, I'm dying to hear what you guys have to say because I haven't right, I'll go, to I'll anybody. Go first. I love it. And it gets better. Every episode's better than the last. And my family, we laugh. We laugh together. Like, it's 30 minutes, so we can. you don't feel like, oh, it's bedtime. You know, you can get an episode yeah. in before bedtime and not feel – It's to me, honestly, it's a little um, – there are a few things that co- I hope go over my kid's head, little small things, you know, but overall, I actually really, really enjoy it, like really have enjoyed it a lot. Um, it's funny. There's enough of a crossover. You, you feel it's MCU related, so it's not like you're – it's just standalone thing. Um, I, I do feel like her character um, – there, there's a, there's an argument that I've heard and that I n- haven't really considered that her is her character necessary? Or is this gimmicky a way to get us to watch and make more money? You know, I actually, I actually, I'm okay, man. I like it. I like this idea and exploring what this is like. And I actually think she is doing a fantastic job as Jennifer Walters and she, I think that her acting, I really enjoy. I think she's, she's lighthearted enough and kind of dorky enough and, and, and struggling through being a single woman in, in New York and a professional. And, and I think, I think I've really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. How about you guys? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot more than I expected to based on the open reviews and some of the negative things I'd seen about it. And again, I think there's a, there's a fan base, a Marvel fan base that has a, like the star Wars fan base has such a rigid expectation of, of what they want in every, every, piece of Marvel product. And so when something veers off into the WandaVision or the, uh, a different take of things, uh, they don't enjoy it as much because it's not, it's not in game. It's not infinity war. It's not uh, the Batman. It's not the, the more, uh, superhero dark, uh, side of things. So, uh, maybe that's it, but it, it was, I, I thought it was, you know, for, for my wife and I to watch it, it was it was good. It wasn't like uh, groundbreaking or you know, but no. it was it was fun. We had a good time watching it, and and we were one. It was when, when we watched every episode that was available when we sat down because it, it we wanted to see what happened next. So yeah, uh, I, it was much better than I thought. I did laugh. I laughed more in it than I have in some things that that you know they put out that were supposed to be funny. So I, I, I liked it. I was I was 
pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I would agree with both of what you guys are saying. Um, I'm happy to hear you guys are liking it because I get a lot of my feedback from, you know, I'll look in the comments anytime Marvel will post anything. And I'll look at the comments because, you know, they always have a couple hundred people giving their opinions about it. So it's a good way to kind of see what, what people are saying about it. And it kind of goes both ways. So some people are like, you know, I think this is funny. I'm laughing at it. And some people are on the other side where they're like, they're ruining Marvel content. You know, what is this? We went from Endgame to She-Hulk, you know, and it's just like putting everything on that Endgame Infinity War platform. And it's like, there's nothing that they could do, especially in a Disney Plus series, you know, that could even if it was that quality, it's hard to match the hype. Um, but exactly to what you guys are saying, I've enjoyed it. it. You know, it's an easy watch. It's a fun thing to eat or watch while you're eating dinner. Um, I think it's funny. I like this leading actress. She's actually grown on me from the first episode. Every yeah. episode, I like her more and more, uh, which is kind of a rare thing to get sometimes with shows where, you know, you actually like the character more and more. Um, and I like the story behind it. I like the whole law division superhero defending superheroes. Such a cool concept that, of course, was already laid out from the comics. Uh, but I think they're doing it well. And, you know, as long as you have that expectation of I'm just going to enjoy this for what it is and I'm not going to, you know, read that highly into it, you'll enjoy it. You know, it's fun. I think I think I love that her character is very self-deprecating. Even looking at the camera, have y'all got to the, David, have you got to the courtroom scene yet? The, well, there's a bunch of courtroom scenes. The one where she's yeah. defending herself for the past. No, I, I think I've seen four. Okay. Well, four episodes. There, it, you're about to see, like, it gets really awkward for her and it's embarrassing for So, And you just sort, sort of get this, she's not, she's not smooth and suave and, you know, she's kind of an oddball and kind of, and I love how they're playing that up a little bit. And I love the, the cameos, too. I think with something like this, it, I think it can exist with Marvel. You're in the universe, right? In the universe, there are lots of things. Right now in the universe, there's places where not a lot's happening. There's places I'm looking at. There's nothing happening at my neighbor's house. He's at work. Nothing's happening in that part of the universe, right? In another yeah. part of the universe, there's somebody at a bank at work, you know, and they're a banker. And they're making a finance deal. In another part of the universe, there's a cop who's taking down a bad guy right now, right? And this is a part of the universe where there's a lawyer who has superpowers, and we're just figuring this out. It doesn't have to move the story of how the next big villain is going to infiltrate the multiverse, you know, whatever, right? This can just stand alone, and we just get to yeah. enjoy it. And I think that people just need to have good ex realistic expectations going in. Yeah. I also watched uh, Miss Marvel. Have you guys watched that? I've seen one it. episode. I've seen well, uh, we watched the watch first episode. We watched the first episode again. It was I was completely surprised because based on the uh based on the 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 critiques that I'd heard, I was expecting more of a old Disney Channel kind yeah. of take of it and it was way more uh movie like cinematic than like tv show to me so uh that opening scene where uh she makes it to the to the con to the to the superhero con thing and that and everything and she and her powers come out and the all the props start falling and 
and the young girl gets uh, caught up with the the hammer falls down, all those things. I was like, man, this is some intense stuff I didn't expect yeah. in this first little episode. So we, we, uh, and, and save, she saves a little boy from falling off a roof and several things like that, that were uh, like, man, that's so much better than I thought it was going to be. It's so much more uh, interesting than I was expecting. I love the whole dynamic with her family and, and that, and the culture and seeing something I've not seen before. And it not feeling like I didn't think it felt like, well, we're going to do, we're going to, we're going to uh, teach you something here. It just felt like a real culture or we're seeing a family we've not really seen on, on television before. And we're seeing some things that are, positive and we're sensing things that are frustrating for her as a teenager about being in there and it's like nothing it's not all perfect and it's not all bad it's it's both and, and so i thought that was a really good uh representation but i mean those are my first impressions i i want to i've got to finish both of these series i've got there's more episodes i haven't seen yet also uh have you guys uh watched industrial uh magic and light yet the star no, wars we have not scenes? but i'm dying to man it's good. It will take, I th to me, it was like the Imagineering story. It takes your appreciation wow. to the next level where you're like, man, they made, the when you see them making these models of these ships and hanging them by strings and the cameras going by them and you're going, this was so, it's, it was like the early days of animation where somebody's drawing all these things by hand and then they're, you know, making inking these copies and it's like it's so primitive in a way but then it's so epic at the same time yeah. just how they're doing little tiny things that make to make something so amazing so you got to check those out too what'd you guys think of uh, I, didn't, I didn't mean to jump over you but you were talking you didn't talk about miss marvel what did you think jd hey david um, while I he's need... talking do you mind unplugging yeah. your mic and plugging it back in real quick go ahead dude yeah um, you know, I thought, I mean, it's kind of that same thing where you kind of need to take away all expectations and not read reviews before watching something. Cause I think I dug myself into a hole cause I read the same things you were reading dad that were like, Oh, it's a Disney channel level show. You know, it's way low on the spectrum of intensity. You know, it, you know, it's kind of has that expectation. So I watched the first episode and it, it leaned towards that. It kind of hinted at it a little bit when I first watched it. So I lost interest in it, but I've, I've read a lot and hearing you talk about it, dad, it makes me want to give it a second try and watch it all the way through because I I've heard it from some good friends that towards the end, it actually gets really good and it's definitely worth watching at the absolute least. Um, so I'll have to, to get to that and, and watch the whole series. Cause we'll see some I've more of her. I'm sure. Yeah. I've only seen one yeah. episode and my, but my kids, all of them, and my oldest, my 14 year old in particular, said, It's great. You got to watch it. Dad, have you watched it? He asked me from time to time, Have you watched Miss Marvel yet? Mm -hmm. You need to see it. And so if he's into it, I know it's, it's, it's good. And like we said before, of all the Marvel shows, it's the highest rated on Rotten Tomatoes, has the highest wow. tomato rating. I mean, there's like, there have been a few things that were like, that were a little bit like, um, that, that stretched a little bit. I mean, I will, I will, like, there was a scene where, like in further in where there's she encounters several I'm trying to not to give the story away but she uh not vil I won't call them villains but she bad guys she has a confrontation confrontation with bad guys <laughs> and <clears throat> there's a lot of destruction and a lot of things go on and things get destroyed 
<clears throat> and then at the last second, the they're not the police and they're not the FBI. They've made up a new agency that's in this in this story. <clears throat> but they just show up and take the bad guys away. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Why didn't they use their powers on the the on the officials they that they were using on her? Mm, it was interesting. like suddenly they're like they're just they're handcuffed and walking away and i was like that i don't get that but but that was the way the episode ends so now i gotta go back and see what happens beyond that well i'm excited but to there see were a couple of things like wait a minute they were just blo- they were just trashing the place and then they just put their arms behind their back and go with the police like they're defeated kind of like I, that kind of confusing it was kind of like that Obi-Wan scene where he's like swimming he's like swimming and then the very next scene he's completely dry and everybody was like what in the world? Like, what, what, do Jedi's have magical force drying skills powers yes. now? It's like, <laughs> in, see, I didn't see, episode I didn't one see too. That. And the Phantom Menace, they're they, same things. They're always dry yeah. as soon as they get finished uh, swimming. It's, it's hilarious. Amazing. I didn't see that, but I do remember like in the Obi Wan, there's several continuity things like that where you're just like, did something get cut? But that scene where he is trying to get through the through the gate, there was like a gate oh, that yeah. he's trying to get. And then he could have just walked around it. We could all see, like, just walk around. Yeah. You know, you're not a you're not a truck. You're not a transport. You don't have to go through that. That's great. Uh, there was, yeah, yeah. I think there, there, well, there are always things like that when you I, when you watch it more than once. But I, I never caught the one where he where he was suddenly dry. I, I missed oh, yeah. that one. I got to get have back you, and check that out. That's either of you rewatched Thor: Love and Thunder yet? I started rewatching. I'm about halfway through it. Yeah. See, that was again. That was one where like the humor. I just didn't think it was very funny. Like, I hope I can go back again and think that's funny. But, it's the goats. Uh, the goats, I, I did think were funny. I think when the when the funniest thing were singing goats, I'm, I just haven't been excited. I didn't. I don't like. I don't really like uh, dumb Thor. I, I just well. I apparently, Taika Waititi or the director of it, who also did Ragnarok, has already said he's not doing. Thor five. So apparently the reviews weren't as he had hoped that they would have been. Right. So it looks like they're going to do a different director for Thor five, yeah. which will be interesting to see a different take on Thor. I did. Th- I did think I did like Ragnarok. I did. I, don't I loved Ragnarok. Was, oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I love that movie. I, I don't know why. Uh, and again, I think my wife, you know, probably, uh, she likes the Thor movies a lot, so the, this was not her favorite. That might have, that yeah. might have uh, changed my opinion a little bit too, because she wasn't as into it. So, uh, well, but anyway, we we, I we need still. To watch it again. I, I actually did watch Remembering the 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 um, <laughs> Brie Larson yeah. short um, about imagination and ideas. You guys Get have not yet. So I, I don't want to say too much. Just hype us up. Why why should we watch it? Okay, this is a glimpse into what the future is going to be like. Okay, now you have to have proper expectations because when I don't want to say too much, I don't want to give too much away, but it, it, I did have a moment where I'm like, this is pretty cool. This is wow, this is pretty neat. It's not like I would tell everybody, drop what you're doing right now and run, run, watch this, but everyone should because. There, again, I don't want to give too much away, but it's an yeah, AR experience, right? Mm-hmm. And so there, right. It, part of it involves holding your phone up and your camera's on 
and it scans your, your TV and your floor and your living room and kind of what's all around it. And then something happens from the screen. And I could imagine, um, imagine the problems this could, this could cause, number one. Um, nobody's going to watch an entire movie, which might be why this is short. Um, and even the part where you're doing it is short um, for an hour and a half holding their phones up. Although kids do that all the time. You know, watch movies like this. But uh, the other thing, too, is imagine in about two or three years when the Apple glasses or whatever are out and you're wearing glasses where it's just, it's not 3D glasses. It just allows a computer to enhance an experience or a screen and yeah. you'll get a sense of what the next five years will be like and what the possibilities are with creativeness. And what I love about it is when I, I actually did listen to their interview Brie Larson and the, the director or creator of this, um, this, and they were talking about how no one had, he had this idea, but nobody, that'll never work. And it, it, it kind of to have it come to fruition. We kind of have the technology now to make something like this work. I just think it's cool that he was the first to kind of imagine his as cre- David, I know you're a creative guy too. A lot of times you have these, we are, we got to do this. What if we did this? What if we did this? And then there's always somebody else in the process that's the editor that's like, ah, you can't do that. And here's this, this, and this, and this. And it just sort of kills you. It stifles you. And you're like bummed out by it. Um, so it's, I'm thrilled that this guy got this green lit and they actually were able to build it and it was actually able to happen, right? Because oftentimes this doesn't work, right? Or mm-hmm. it does and you don't want it to crash and burn either because that could like kill the technology, three uh, D, you know, three D movies, or remember that was going to be the, the the rage. Buy a three D TV and buy your goggles for your house, and you buy all this <laughs> stuff, and they don't make anything for it, right? Um, or HD DVD or Blu Ray DVD or whatever the new format is that they're gonna that's going to enhance the theater experience, and then we're quickly on to the next, right? It doesn't catch on right. for whatever reason, and so I was thrilled that they they pulled this off, and you get a glimpse of what it could be. Um, story-wise, I don't want to say too much. You, I want to see what you guys think about that. No, I'm hyped um, up about it. I'm going to go watch it tonight if I can. Is it, that sounds is it, is it, a, is it a story that yeah. you watch or is it yeah. just a – okay. So imagine it's an eight-minute short about um, where ideas come from, okay. imagination. And it's kind of artistic. It's a little abstract, but okay. – I want them know. to do I that. Remember. I want them to do that like one where I can get it all set up and it's like I'm walking down main street. So I don't even have to go to the park. Now that well, that's you, a dream. Did you see that? Did you see that they were talking about that? that well, that yeah, they're always hinting of, about it, but that would be insane. That, that you could watch, uh, do some attractions. Could, sorry. Did you could watch attractions. You could go through something like the, of course you can do that on YouTube. Now you can watch ride throughs of, attractions but if they went through with state-of-the-art equipment and and uh gave you a uh, vr experience we need to all get some of those do you have one of those dustin do you have the oculus we do have the oculus quest 2 they're about to um release the um the new one in october um Man, which is how much enhancement. Those, i bet they're yeah I need you to can get, get a quest 2 a quest 2 i think is with the bigger bat and the headset the elite one yeah is like yeah. 400 bucks 399 okay and i think there's the, okay. the smaller ones 299 um okay. and it's awesome we love ours i actually use mine to work out my wife and i work out on, a, on an app called a supernatural where you have a fitness oh. trainer and you do um, it- different boxing and 
and stretching and flow to like really cool, like actual licensed music, like real music. Oh, does it it's come fantastic. with a big empty, empty room that you can no. do it in? <laughs> it does not. That's what I need. It does not. <laughs> with yeah. no TV. And I, that's I always see the, uh, the viral videos of the guys doing the boxing and then they'll get so into it that they'll just sprint towards the wall. And they just get knocked out. So I need to, if I get one, I need to be very careful. Very careful. Yeah, it is. It, it's the first, like, my my my, uh, my son Soren, our 10-year-old, he, um, he for a long time got on a virtual reality kick and would always, every Christmas, every birthday, I want wow. a, a thing and, you know, you put your phone in it, you know, any yeah. sort of virtual reality experience. All I want, VR glasses, VR glasses. And we would always buy something, but it was always just, they're going to have to use our phone. It's going to run the battery down. There's not a lot of great yeah. experiences. And the Oculus Quest 2 was the first one that I've ever, a kind of consumer version of it. You could buy like really high-end PC, high-powered PC things that were apparently really cool. But this is the first one that is standalone. You put it on, you you download apps just like you would on your phone, and there's a game experience or a or a video wow. experience like there's YouTube VR where you can go and watch you know guys hang gliding and and be a, like be first person kind of experience and look Gosh. all around and see everything you know so it's really the first one that's really cool and out there and I'm really excited I maybe it's got me to where I, I might be first in line for the new one because you see uh, like this thing could get lighter you know because I do extra I, yeah. I work out with it so that's you know, you get sweaty and it starts to dip on you a little bit. You need some straps and accessories. So you could see how a better screen and more peripheral vision and, and it gets lighter. But yeah, I don't ever see, though, you walking through Disneyland or Disney World or the Magic Kingdom with VR goggles. But I totally see like glasses, like AR glasses, where things are augmented. And that, yeah. that could be amazing. So both experiences, you know, would be it, yeah. it kind of the, the frontier of what's, what's out there. That's awesome, man. That's and and for, go on the Disney it. for to bring Disney back into it, there are three Star Wars. One, it's called Vader Immortal, where you actually um, have a light wield a lightsaber, and it's a really cool, really cool app. There's three parts wow. of it, and um, it's it's fun. It's a fun game. Man, awesome! I gotta ch- I gotta check out this remembering, and I'll go. I'm gonna go watch it right now. You got me pumped. Gotta go check it out. <laughs> go check it out. It's a cool story. It's a cool storytelling fu- function. But um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Anything we missed today? You were just Man, chomping She-Hulk up the was my number one. So I'm happy to hear that you guys are liking it as much as I am. Yeah, I got to watch the new episode. I really, there's a kind of cliffhanger. We're like really pumped to get the end of the, are mm-hmm. you caught up completely, JD? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. You saw that's that. what I need. I need to see the next one. She's getting her costume, you know, mm-hmm. and, and yeah. there's some stuff that happens in there that you're like, oh, yeah, here we go. The, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm really pumped about it too. We have a lot of soccer this weekend starting tonight, so I'm not sure what I'm going to get oh to boy. watch. But too many anyhow. fun things, all too many fun things. But either way, guys, it's always fun hanging out with you. Always love doing this. Um, to our listeners, thank you for sticking in with us. Um, if you haven't yet, please leave us a five star review on whatever you listen to. You can do it on the app on Spotify, or you can do it on your computer or app on Apple Music. Um, But leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the podcast and maybe share it with somebody also. You can uh, interact with us. Let us know what you think of She-Hulk and all these other things um, at whyilovedisney.com or on Instagram or Twitter as well. Thanks for your time. Guys, have a great day. A lot of fun. Go to class and make good grades. Yes, sir. (laughs) Later on. (laughs) 